Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week, we break down the finale of Canada's Drag Race, we cancel this season of Big Brother, we talk about Judge Judy's pig in a blanket, and we figure out who is helping Trump put on his kitten heels. Stick around, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Three, four, one, two, three, three, two, one, go. Damn, <laughs> she really knows how to lay it down. We're Can gonna you, include that beautiful um, rendition of a countdown. Can you believe how many tries it took me to count down to one? In fact, well, I, went, I went up and down and up again. One up or two down. Well, certainly, as we exist in a multitude of universes, there is a universe where that is how you count down. T. You know what Thank I was you. know what I was thinking about this weekend? What, honey? H- how funny is it going to be when the aliens show up and they look at our pictures of aliens and they're like, "This is what you thought we looked like?" Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, they've already shown up, you know this. Yeah, but you like when we finally they're going to be like they we're going to have to show them like the alien emoji and they're going to be like <laughs> you thought we looked like that if i bet you anything we look more like the alien emoji than aliens do like you know we, we have a head we have eyes true i bet i certainly they don't have physical forms they've transcended physicality my dear Ugh, bitch i'd love to be transcended <laughs> Spend two minutes with me, honey. I'll transcend you. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say now, if you hear me drinking from this drink, it's I got a regular Pepsi from Taco Bell. You absolutely better. You know what? I support that. Did you get ice? Yeah, and look, and I'm using the metal straw that okay. one Lisa gave me for Christmas one year. I texted Love her that. and I said, This metal straw you gave me is one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. You know, I um, I think that's wonderful for you. Thank you, thank you. I knew you wanted to hear all about how much I love my metal <laughs> straw. What did you get from Taco Bell? Oh well, I always get a number three hard mm-hmm. shell. Well, did you? See, I just I have something. This is crazy that you bring up Taco Bell because I have Taco Bell written down on my things to talk about. Really? Oh, because bitch. you know how they changed their menu a little bit. Well, I heard R.I.P. Mexican Pizza. 
they got they just got rid of Mexican pizza and they that fine apparently that finalizes the um their new menu going forward. Yes, they're they're like uh they were what's it called not expanding but uh decreasing. De- they're limiting their menu. They're they're bringing it down. They're reining it in. They're limiting. They're trying to like not have such a complicated order. How bitch? How complicated can it be? Everything's a little bit of its of everything else, you know. Well, when it as comes to Taco Bell, wants, everything is a bit a little bit of everything else. As somebody who once worked in fast food, adding one thing to the menu really complicates the uh, the production of means well that as, speaking of production of means that, that well, happy labor day oh, bitch no that one time we went to the taco bell headquarters my dad was all when you get there you got to ask them why they took such and such off the menu and then i asked them and they go oh just tell them you want this and add this and this and that's that well <laughs> i don't know if that it means anything i don't know if you really said words so did you carry the one I tried to, but you know how we count down in this house: three, one, four, two, four, one, four, three, two. one, two. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so somebody speaking of four, two, one, two, three, four, one, two. Uh-huh. Somebody out there is texting people today with a phone number that isn't me and saying that it's me. Uh-huh. I've had three people text me and be like, "Did you change your phone number?" And I want to be like, "Whoever this is, what what's the end goal here?" They asked one person, "Hey, do you know any open gyms?" It's like, "Why would you it why would you act like you're me to try to find out what gym is open in New York?" It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. In New York of all places. I know. Somebody's really impersonating me for like very strange reasons. Hmm. Hmm. That reminds me is of it that. You? Reminds me of that time some someone was using my pictures on OkCupid and pretending they were straight and into women. <laughs> That's slander. Yeah, in That's, the in the greater Chicago area. Greater? I mean, it was when probably... They say, when they call any area of a city greater, isn't that kind of rude to everywhere else in the city? Bitch, talk to Ohio. They call themselves the heart of it all. <laughs> I'm talk like, about uh, self-centered. According about, to whomst? Well, that's like America putting themselves in the middle of the map or on the left side of the map. It's like, girl, since when, honey? Well, do you think... Is it too much for Michigan to say Great Lakes, Great Times? Or would you agree we are Great Lakes, Great Times? Well, I know I'm biased, but we do have Great Lakes. They are great. Yeah. We do, do, know- we do, we do, trans- we do subscribe to, to time, the space-time yeah. mm-hmm. continuum. Yeah, East Coast <laughs> so, time. East Coast especially, yeah. We love it. So our- are, are the lakes great? Yes. Are the times great? Yes. So... <laughs> What about Do the math. Pu- what about pure Michigan? Uh, that's is propaganda. Isn't one of the states all like when you're here you'll know you're here. That's when you're here you're family. <laughs> okay, and that's, I believe and that's the Olive Garden. <laughs> that's Olive Garden, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh does you know all of this is just like propaganda PR spin. Well, fake news it, media. It's all <laughs> fake news media. Um <laughs> So, so I don't know if uh, if I can really believe any of it. Yeah. When I'm at the Olive Garden, do I feel like family in the sense that like, are they ch- are they my my supposed to be my fast food chosen family? I don't. I, I think don't I think it's up to you. I think every time you go back, it's it's a different version of it. Sometimes it's, it's friends, a family, family reunion. Sometimes it's like Christmas. Sometimes there's manicotti. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what, Corey? <laughs> the truth hurts, I think they say, and it'll set you free. See, I, the only people that say that are people, I think... Housewives say that. The truth will set do you they? free. Housewives are always like, own it, baby. The truth will set you free, baby. I feel like a, a prosecutor would say the truth will set you free. But, but in the same sentence, they would probably say, when you were to tell the truth, they would say, well, lock them up. They'd so is say, it really free? They'd say hors d'oeuvres in the court. Hors d'oeuvres Ooh. in the court. <laughs> I think if there's one thing our judicial system is missing, it's hors, hors d'oeuvres in the court. Hors d'oeuvres yeah. in the court. I think. What kind of hors d'oeuvres would you want? <laughs> a little pig in a blanket moment, always. With like a spicy well, baby, mustard. Well, you know if a cop is in there and it's oh, chilly, they got the AC on, that Fuck. is a pig in a blanket. <laughs> you can't say pig in a blanket in a courtroom or you'll be uh, in contempt Who's- of court. Who is Judge Judy's pig in a blanket? Um, I know his name's Bird. His name is Bird. Well, I'm, I think since he's a cop, she calls him by his last name. I don't know if his name's oh. Mr. Bird, Officer Bird. She's always like, Bird, can you read this for me? Bird, can you look up the blue book value of this 1997 Corsica? <sighs> Corsica? Yeah. I barely even I know her. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I um, I I do feel like uh, something about pigs in a blanket, cop in a courtroom, no, no heating system. It feels like a Nicki Minaj lyric. I feel just like developed. I feel like courts definitely have heat. No, I or think court air is pretty cold. Is that why the judges co- wear those robes? Gowns, beautiful gowns. Do you know in Australia they have to wear those like oldie timey like wigs in court? I think no. they, I think they do that in the UK too. Like if you're I don't a lawyer, think it's in court. I think it's like in like um, the Senate and you know things of that nature. I lawmakers. I don't know. I like that one movie with Rachel McAdams called About Time, and the husband. <gasps> I love that movie. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, and me too. <laughs> the husband, the husband is a lawyer, and at yeah. like in that end scene montage, he's always wearing one of those wigs. Him and his friend. Yeah, I don't really remember the wigs of it all, but I do love that movie. It's one of my favorite time-traveling movies. Yeah, I love it. Well, Rachel McAdams did a string of time-travel movies. Did she? She did The Time Traveler's Wife. She played the wife. Okay. It was about her. Okay. And then then she was also in uh, About Time. Hmm. And The Family Stone. And The Family Stone. Does The Family Stone... Travel? Does anybody in there travel through time? Well, at the I guess end, we all travel through time. At the just end, linearly. The, at the end of the movie, it, it fast forwards a whole year. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, it's not like it's going to show. It's not like um. What's that one movie? That's uh, Bert the Birdman. Twenty four. That TV show. Nope. Twenty four. <laughs> no, is that? Do they do that in that? Yeah. No, I think do every they? every I, no, episode of Twenty Four is one hour. Is and, there a movie and, called Birdman? I hated Birdman. Yes, Birdman. It it takes place in the span of the length of the movie, I think. Well, yeah. It's all one continuous shot, maybe? That's what I or love. did I make that up? I no. do like that. I find it to be thrilling. Really, edge of your seat. I really hate in movies when they're like, oh, the bomb's about to go off in 30 seconds, and then you know you are sitting there for five minutes and the bomb still hasn't gone off. If you're going to tell uh, yeah, me- Yeah, that is a pet peeve of mine. If the bomb's going to go off at a certain amount of time, it really should. <laughs> you feel lied to. Yeah. 
I my my problem with that is more so when there's multiple plot lines and one of them is super urgent, but the other ones they that they go they cut to throughout the episode are not as urgent, and so like more time takes takes place in that time frame cutting to that plot line. Oh, and then they I come hear back you. To the, they come back to the urgent plot line and it's still like where it kind of was. It's like, oh, okay, I hear something, you. something isn't quite right here. Do they do something? that in Armageddon? Uh, maybe, probably. I, I don't remember. The same. I don't know. So how did you spend your Labor Day? <laughs> did you hear what... What? How did I spend my Labor Day? I didn't. I didn't do much. Well, um, tell me. Tell me what I heard. What'd you hear? I don't know. You said, "Did you hear?" Oh, well, I was going to talk about how um, straight people ruined everything. <gasps> oh, I have a story about straight people making things better. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe we'll offset each other. Well, okay, my you... story is how um, straight people were having a gender reveal this weekend. Did you see this? Oh, no, this but tell me. No, tell gen- me about it. Well, you know how those people are, the straight people obsessed with revealing gender. There was a straight person, they tried to reveal a gender, and there and then it sparked a, a fire in okay, wait, again? It, yes. This are says, you sure? Yes, in California. An El Dorado fire burning near Oak Glen in San Bernardino was caused by a smoke generating pyrotechnic device used during a gender reveal. Check the five hundred. Ti- check the timestamp on that, bitch. It's I, today. It's yesterday. This has already happened before. Yes. Yes. And, and it's got hundreds of people are fleeing their homes. It span The fire spans 7,000 acres, all because of a gender reveal this Labor Day weekend. That happened also, I think, either in Texas or in California. And then, yeah, and then they like sued the guy who started they it. They should. Well, yeah, but they like sued him for $50 million. He's not going to pay they that should. back. He's not, he can't afford to pay that. No one's going to make that back and pay that back. Well, so what's it coming they, out of? Our tax dollars? I don't know. Figure it out, bitch. I don't care. I do think punishment is in order. Yeah. <laughs> hors d'oeuvres in the court. Hors d'oeuvres in the court. Thank you. Well, yeah, that's so that's how straight people ruined Labor Day weekend. <sighs> now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is apartments.com. Okay, so when you're looking for a new home, you know it can be a little bit challenging depending on your needs. Like, say you need a balcony or you need windows that face the sunset or you need a hardwood floor kitchen or you need to live somewhere pet friendly. For me, it's being pet friendly. I do not want to sacrifice having the lovely life of having pets just because I can't find a home that allows it. Well, Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. And Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. I live with my pets. I would not ever want to live without my pets. Like I know they might cause a mess or they might do all the things that pets might do that whoever you're renting from might not love. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a life with pets just because I couldn't find a place that allowed it. I find it to be the perfect way to live. So if you're out there looking for the perfect place and you need your pets, apartments.com has you covered. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. 
Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Also, did you see the Trump um, boat parade that was oh, going on for Labor yeah. Day weekend? And a few of the smaller boats sunk because the larger Trump boats were making huge waves. I don't understand um, why all those Trump boats have to have at least 10 flags on them. I don't know. Imagine having your whole personality being that you like this random 70-year-old man. Yeah, who's not even that good at anything. Except being... Well, that's not something bright. <laughs> sexy, sexy. Uh, did you see Trump in his kitten heels? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> do you I think, thought, he, do you you think he used his tiny hands to tie the laces of those kitten heels? Bitch, okay, I don't mean to body shame in any capacity, but I just get a vibe that he can't reach his feet. There's nothing wrong with that. I just am calling you? a spade a spade. Trump can't reach his feet, nor can he tie his kitten heels. So do you think he uses one of those... Um, What's it called? Remember when you finally learned about a shoe uh, a horn and you really slipped your pigs into that shoe? I once had a guy that was a gentleman that mm. came to my home. Mm-hmm. You know, of the nature that I'm talking about. Yeah. As he was putting his shoes back on, he asked me if I had a shoe horn. What kind of shoes did he wear over to your house? He wore, he was wearing dress shoes, or, but I, even they- then I'm... <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, ask for a glass of water. That's a bit of a stretch for like some random guy coming into my home, like for the the hour. But ask me for a shoehorn when you're leaving. It's like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> well, I mean, it would make sense if you're going to keep your shoehorn anywhere in your house. It should be near the front door. Well, that's T. <laughs> you're right. Did and he I, use, it was. Did he use a shoehorn to slip on his toms? No. What do you mean? <laughs> Is this, what do you mean by any of this? <laughs> You just can't picture, don't you think it's a funny image to picture someone using a shoehorn to put on their toms? Do you know what toms are? I think it's funnier. Yes, I know what toms are. I used to wear toms. Not anymore, though. One of my good... I've kind of cycled them out of my wardrobe. One of my good friends really bullies me for wearing toms. So now, whenever I wear them, I take a picture and send it to him every time. Okay. (laughs) Aren't I a nice friend? Hey, will you tell me how uh, straight people saved us or what were you gonna say bitch okay Okay. so i went up to guerneville california which is just north of san francisco with a couple of friends for the long weekend we were all safe and tested and quarantined and literally pretty much just stayed in our little uh cabin airbnb and got stoned and played games you know how i like um Mm -hmm. but it had a private uh beach because there's a river in guerneville that everyone 
hangs out on the river and blah, blah, blah. And the neighborhood we were in had its own very small private beach where there was like nobody hanging out, which was wonderful. And the, the one day we went there and there was this hot, hot, hot man. And maybe it's just because I haven't seen any men in nine months, but there was a hot man and he was serving body and he was serving gay style bathing suit, but we thought he was very straight. Ooh. And because he was there with two women and there were children and we thought maybe they're married. I don't know. And he kept pulling his shorts down and <gasps> showing off his butt. Oh. And like showing off his body, yaddy yaddy. And then he was pulling down the front of his bathing suit and he like pulled it down on both of the sides. And he was like showing off his V lines in this like tattoo that he had. And we were all just sitting there with our mouths like on the floor being like, was he looking at you? Did he know he was putting on a show? for I you? think he did. So there was this other, like um, there were, like I said, not very many people at the beach, but there were, and everyone was pretty spread out, which was wonderful. But there was this other very uh, <laughs> obviously gay crew. Um, and on this one side of the beach, and he was kind of facing our, uh, like the, the two of us. And then like the other group. And I was like, is he just trying to show off for the gays? Some guys do that. Some straight guys like to do that. I know. That's literally like all of us were like, he has to just like intentionally be showing off for the gays. Like he's also bad, probably been cooped up in the house for nine months too. And no one's gotten to admire that body. Well, I'm glad that you got to have that experience, Corey. It was the closest. I think you deserve that. It was the closest I've come to seeing a dick in real life in nine months. That You don't look down? No. (laughs) You look away. I have a chastity belt. Nice. What what is it kind of like? Is it is it something you could get at Hot Topic or Aeropostale well, or American um, Eagle type? It's of, a little bit of this, a uh, little bit of that. Threaded. I got most of the parts from a hardware store, and then I used the hot glue gun to really. Oh whip. my god! I went to the hardware store. Okay. I had to. I had to go get something from the hardware store. Okay. This is the first time I've been to this hardware store. I was like, I oh don't my even god. know where a hardware store in LA is. It's called. It's called Coons. Like K-O-O-N-Z, I think. Oh, or, a girl in my high school had like, that last name. Or something. It's like, um, <gasps> wait, it's, in, it's right by, on Santa Monica by all the gay bars. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, first of all, I, I was walking to it because I was like, you know what? I'm going to have like a day out going to the hardware store. So I was walking to it and, oh my God, you have to walk by all of the fucking gay bars and everyone's at all the gay bars. See, and I'm thinking, ours, are you fucking ours pieces still of aren't, shit? Ours literally still aren't even open. We just got haircuts. <laughs> last week and it has to be outside. I just got a haircut. Oh my God, I got my first one. You look stunning. I, well, I had to sit outside and get a haircut. I got a haircut outside and it was actually kind of nice. It felt like breezy and... Well, you know, you know me, I'm too tall and the woman, and they just had these little wooden chairs and the woman was like, you're too tall, you're really going to have to slouch for this haircut. And I said, baby, I'll do anything for you because I haven't had a haircut in nine months. Jesus. So I get it. I gave it to her. <laughs> Anyway, so I was walking to the hardware store. I saw all the people at the gay bars, and I'm thinking, you really you you can't resist going and getting like an how over, do you an expensive drink like surrounded by people you don't want to see? Right, make a drink at home. Anyway, so I go to the hardware store. They really have everything there. They do. They've got funnels. Yeah. They've got nuts and bolts and tape yes. measures and brooms. Yes. Well, I was going because um, I was installing my tushy. Oh yes. And what, I realized, what like, you have? well, I realized that my toilet has, uh, I think I needed, I needed a different size oh, okay, um, okay, little okay. like nut or bolt or something. Uh, 
blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, well, I already have things that I need to go get from the hardware store. This is the perfect excuse to like, go do it now. And, um, I was really just kind of inspired. I was looking all around in every aisle thinking, oh my God, think of all the things. If I were the type of girl to want to do stuff in my home, I could. Here's the place the, to do it. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. I could like put new handles on things or doorknobs or broomsticks uh, and bed knobs. Broomsticks. Yes, baby. Yes. Um, because you know what I recently did? Did I tell you about my, my wigs? Oh God. I saw your wigs. I saw you either put it on your story or something. I saw it. But I didn't tell you about it. I so I got all these accordion, um, like peg, uh, coat hanger. Things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know those accordion one that you can stretch out or stretch. Thin? Yes. So I got three of them and I nailed them all to the wall in the back of one of my um, closets, and all of my wigs are hanging now in it, and it is stunning. I saw. I just am feeling. I'm feeling like now that I'm like really truly cooped up and bored out of my wits. Like now's the time to really adjust the home. Yeah. Listen, I know. I told you I was like redoing my backyard and we got some new patio furniture. And then I had to get, I went to the hardware store to get those shears to like cut plants. Cause, shears. Cause one of our bushes was like way overgrown and I got a can of spray paint cause I respray painted one of my potted plants. It was great. Wow. Look at us. Green at thumbs, us. green me, toes, green sleeves. Hey, um, we got some things to discuss. Uh, oh shit. Yeah, we really do. First of all, I, there's nothing really to say. I'm done watching Big Brother this season. You're allowed to be. It's 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 a bunch of idiots that don't deserve to play against some legends that they've already decided are not are they're, they're too afraid to play against. It's, and it's like no spoilers, but like the best people are getting eliminated, and it's not worth my time. And that's that on that. It's just opened a really. Uh, great discussion, a lot of discourse about old school Big Brother versus new school and like the mob mentality that takes over new school Big Brother and how no one's, af everyone's afraid to make waves and everyone just goes with the house and people bully people into making it unanimous votes. And I agree. Well, but you have to look at the, the evolution of the game. I do wonder if, if you were to look at all of the winners ever of Big Brother America. Yeah. Would you say the majority of them are floaters or the majority of them are big move makers? I know. I read this really interesting article. I think it was after last season or two seasons ago saying that on average, the people that had been winning were people who just kind of floated until about the halfway point and then, right. really, and then really turned on the game in the last second half, which I think so, does does ring true for some of the more recent winners. It just is frustrating because even if my favorite people were kind of floating for this all-star season, their previous reputations are, are damning them and yeah. people are coming for them because they're great players in previous seasons. And even though they're floating now, it's like, oh, it's stupid. So I'm done watching this season. You're allowed it's, to be. And all of that said, it's like also... Do they not realize that it's just a whole bunch of white people in the house all consistently nominating all the people of color? There and has not been a week yet this season where a person of color hasn't been nominated. It like I I I just it's Is that like right? uh I well, I don't know. I can't I don't remember. But like are they talking about that on the live feeds? Are they aware at like what they're up to, it's really gross. I, well, and apparently they had like bias training and everything, which is just funny because it's just it's just proof that they need to be much better at casting um, diverse people because it just turns into this like mob mentality and it's gross and not fun to watch. 
very on brand for 2020. I agree. They got they got rid of um my my favorite lovable big busted blondes. <laughs> busted. <laughs> you mean busted? Is that what is that, is that what straight men say? I don't know. Um the same week they got rid of my favorite lovable big busty blonde on Drag Race All-Stars. Oh bitch, tell me about that. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So let's let's. I'm done talking about Big Brother. Let's go to All Star. Let's go. I mean, not All Stars. Uh, Canada. Canada's That's Drag Race. It's all done. Um, so J- Canada's Drag Race. I, if you haven't watched, if you don't want spoilers, we're going to talk about it right now. We're going to name names. We're going to say what happened. Are you happy with the winner? <laughs> what is that face? Um, was not my pick for winner. Okay, who was oh, your I pick? mean, happy for anybody who uh, is able to showcase their talent and be successful and sounds like they got some fans along the way. <laughs> I just don't think I was one of them. Wow. I, okay. So I'm going to say, I name. felt like if you, if you don't want to hear who the who is, then you fast forward, I guess, or whatever, but we're talking about Priyanka. Uh-huh. I liked, I, I really liked Priyanka, but I think it's because you can tell she is a reality star and she's really good at being a reality star. Like she, clearly she's, she knows how she comes across and she's, I find her really likable and charming and I would enjoy a Priyanka show. I don't know if the drag was as elevated as I, as I wanted a winner to be. I'll Not to say she's bad at it. Not to say she's bad at it, but you can, she, she started two years ago. So maybe there's a, there's still growth to be had. Absolutely. I I do appreciate her winning. Uh, I just I just don't know if this was the moment she should have won. Right. I was all on board for her to come back and win an all-star season. Yes. And and to yes. be a little bit more polished. And yeah, I don't know. It's funny because after Jimbo was eliminated fourth, I really didn't know who I wanted to win. And I felt like I was leaning toward Rita Baga. And I thought. And it's funny because I loved Scarlet Bobo too, but it's, I don't know. I think I just was really kind of upset when Jimbo lost. And um, I don't know, my roommate But Jimbo said- to me, Jimbo was never, if you think about like, okay, who does Canada's Drag yeah, Race brand want to go do the interviews and be a representative? It's yeah. like, can you imagine them picking Jimbo for that? Like, I just don't see the powers that be wanting Jimbo who feels a little bit more, uh, reserved and quiet. A reserved and B sometimes in in the untucked, like lashing out or not being so likable. Yeah, like Priyanka was always a likable, charming person that I think they're thinking, okay, is a great representation for the brand outside of all the drag. Of yeah, all. no, and like my roommate loved um, Priyanka early on. I it was just always a little too much for me. I just wanted to like dial the personality back a little bit. It was Oh, see, I, I disagree. I, I loved the personality. I just wanted the, to dial up the um It was just 
The what? The, wigs, the wigs, the outfits, the looks. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I think Priyanka was a great, fun, entertaining personality to have on a reality show. Do but know, I don't know if she was the best at fashion. I don't know if she was the best at comedy. I wonder what she was the best at. That's exactly how I feel. And it's like they she the whole season she talked a lot about like kind of having an improv background and being able to act. And it's like a lot of those acting challenges, I thought she was actually pretty bad. Like she lost Snatch Game. The the pageant one, I didn't love the character she came up with. I don't know. Um, like I said, I really was like interested in seeing her come back for, a, for an All-Stars. And I think that would have been great, but good for her for winning. I was I, rooting for, I was rooting for, um, uh, Scarlet Bobo, is that her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, Scarlet Bobo. Uh, that last lip sync was she giving you Trinity yes. Taylor vibes or yes. what? Yeah, that's what we. Yes, said. And, and I loved Trinity. You know, I still do. And but my, I think, I I think she yes, she was consistent. She was never in the bottom. Blah blah blah. Always safe or at least at the top. I think that was actually a uh, a, a disservice to people rooting for her because if she ever had a chance to lip sync, everyone would call her a lip sync assassin. Absolutely. Everyone would be like, she's fucking incredible. Absolutely. So if she had that under her belt, I think she would have had more of a chance in the finale. But I just yeah. felt, I don't know. You, you remember a few seasons ago when Silky Nutmeg Ganache was on and everyone just thought her personality was always at a 20 and it was just, it came, became a little like overbearing. Yes. That's just, that's how I felt a little bit with Priyanka. Like she certainly had moments that I liked, but I think overall I was like, stop yelling. <laughs> oh my God. Well, she is a, being a, a diary, diary room She's yeller. a diary room yeller. Yes. And I get it. They, they like, I, you and I know it's like, we've sat in confessionals and sometimes they ask you to give more energy and sometimes they ask you to say something differently or just rephrase it and say it with more like inflection or something. But I was just, you know, I'm never here for a diary room yeller on any show. I I could appreciate the final four. I could appreciate the final three. I thought it was an interesting set of characters. I thought Rita was giving me a different type of drag than I think a lot of uh, a lot of drag race fans are used to. And I think maybe it's more common in in Canada yeah. or um, or more celebrated, maybe even in Canada. Um, it's a little Tempest du jour for me. I don't know if I really necessarily would want to go to a Rita show. I mean, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, when it comes to all stars, who would I want to see? I want to see Jimbo. I want to see Lemon. Say, I would love to see both of them back. I mean, in the same thing, it's like, it's tough sitting there watching it because I was thinking like, if Rita Baggett doesn't win this, they're just going to Chad Michaels, her and all stars season. You know what I mean? You think? Yeah, yeah, I do. But I loved her last look. I loved Priyanka's final runway look. I thought she looked incredible. It was like the best she had looked all season. So it was good that she saved it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was pretty happy with the season. If you haven't, I mean, you, we just spoiled everything, but if you haven't watched it and you're in, in kind of desiring something new to watch during the quarantine, uh, this is up there with Drag Race UK. I liked Drag Race UK. I liked Drag Race Canada. It was a breath of fresh air, not so polished, but still like uh, kind of characters that weren't overproducing themselves. And it was fun to watch a different, like, I guess, uh, setting for one of my favorite shows. I appreciated it. I loved it. I was very I happy. It. I'll watch. I'll watch it again. God bless. God bless. Um, 
Well, is there anything else you want to talk about, Corey? I don't think so. I just no. I just I miss you. Oh, I miss I miss you too, sweet pea. I do. <laughs> Great, awesome, cool, 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 cool. Okay, well, that's all, folks. <laughs> uh, make sure you're registered to vote. Shit, we're less than sixty days away. Oh man, keep do having you- those tough conversations with your family members. Uh, uh, if if you know anybody in a swing state, if you are a person in a swing state, please register someone you're friends with to vote and just like encourage them to realize how important their vote is. And if you're not somebody in a swing state, realize how important local elections are. Uh, they're just as important. If you think, oh, my vote doesn't matter. My state already is like pretty decided. It's always going to be this way, blah, blah, blah. It, your, your vote does matter. Go vote and vote down the entire ballot and vote for the people that share beliefs that you have. And by changing things locally, that's how things change statewide over time. So get your vote in, bitch. Vote early. And I was going to say, yeah, vote early. Um, now's a good time to start you're 60 days out. Now's a good time to start devising your plan for voting day. Uh, what time mm. you like, if you're going to the polls and voting in person, what time you're going to get there and how you're going to get there. And yeah. if you're, any of your friends are going to ride with you, if you guys are going to carpool or whatever you're going to do. And can I suggest something? A lot of states will send you your ballot that you can fill out at home and then drop off at the polling place. That's what we're doing. When, uh, that's what I'm going to do for the first time this time, because usually I'll just go wait in line. And these past couple times I have waited in line on the day of because I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to go be there. I like the energy. I like getting my sticker, you know, all the whole shebang. I have waited hours and hours and hours. And so I and I always see the people skipping the line with their filled out ballots and they yep. get to just turn it in, get their sticker and leave. You still get the feeling of turning in your thing in person. You still get the feeling of getting your sticker and, you know, the whole shebang, feeling like a community member. But you get to do it at home and then skip the line. So if you have that option, think about doing that. Now's it's a good time better. also to yeah start asking your employer um, what what they're going to allow you to do if you have to work on election day, and you can start asking them like, what's the plan? Everyone on our everyone at our office should be able to vote. Everyone at our job should be able to vote. Um, how are we going to do schedules? Figure that all out now. Start making. You know your what plans. I think I'm going to do. I think I think this year I'm I'm considering working at a polling place for I the think, day. Yeah, my roommate and I talked about it as well. Because I did that in the 2008 election, um, and it was really fun. And it was like I did it with a couple friends, and I just have such fond memories of that being my first like election of being part of. And I was I think I had just finished high school, so like I was it was my first election I could vote in, and. Um, yeah, it was like a, it was like energizing and fun and it felt good to get shit like as somebody who thinks like I'm pretty I got my, my shit together and I have a good head on my shoulders like to get things moving so people aren't annoyed that like the the polling place is taking forever. I felt like okay, I'm helping things move along. I I know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing as opposed to when you're there and you're like waiting around and for hours and you're like what are the people in charge up to? That is a good way to get the power in your hands and get shit going and get more votes counted. Yep. Yeah. No. And if you're young and capable to work it, then yeah, maybe your speedy little fingers will keep the lines moving faster than some of the other people who've probably worked in the past. God bless. Okay. I think that's all for today. Happy Labor Day, Corey. Happy Laborist Day to you as well. Um, thank you for uh, leading by example of 
being someone who takes the quarantine seriously and then uh, still finds a balance of maintaining a Bits. sane lifestyle. <laughs> that was my first time being out of the house uh, since my birthday, which was before everything was locked down. So I think it's like one of those things where this is going to be for a while. Like yeah. clearly we are waiting for a vaccine. If you are taking it seriously, you and you have the open conversations with the people in your life of like, if you're on the same page about social distancing and your rules for, um, you know, being out in public or blah, 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 blah. If it's a small group and you've been tested like you did for your Labor Day little getaway, it's like that is a great thing to encourage as long as people are safe and responsible. And it was four people. That's perfect. Tiny, tiny. Um, okay, well. All right. That's love, all for today. Love you. Thanks for listening. Of course. Thank you, guys. I, I was talking Thanks. to the listeners. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about them. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, let's, should we count out of the podcast? Six, five, four, one, two. Four, two, three, one, uh, six. Hmm. Aha. Bye.